Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McDonald. Great to have you company, and we have a massive lineup of incredible guests. What's 26, travels at 120 kilometres an hour, and makes pizza? It's Mel Tracida! Plus, the newest inductee into the sport, Australia Hall of Fame Olympic gold medalist, Livia Larson, is here! Very special guest, Australian music royalty, the original Red Wiggle. And speaking of music royalty, Sir Paul McCartney <laughs> is not on the show. Yes. Um, he, he is in Australia, though, on a massive tour at the moment. It all started in Adelaide. And cameras captured his arrival. Sir Paul giving our camera a warm welcome then. And his departure. Sir Paul boarded his private jet out of view, his legs just visible as he climbed the stairs. That was amazing. His legs look incredible. Yeah. Brady too, those heels. I think, that, I think those are Yoko's legs. Anyway, yeah. we'll come back to that. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> so Paul McCartney is touring, which means one thing. Terrible puns. South Australians had a ticket to ride today. It was a time to come together. A hard day's night for the former Beatles. Speaking words of wisdom. With a little help from his friends. Once this concert is over, it'll be hello, goodbye. It'll take you a while to get back home. So if you don't mind, I think I'll get back to listening. See what I did there? <laughs> Here comes the pun. Uh, <laughs> it's right there. It's right there. So... Paul started in Adelaide on Wednesday, Melbourne on Saturday. He's in Newcastle tonight, then Sydney, Brisbane and the Gold Coast. You went and saw him. I did. I was lucky enough uh, supporting new talent. It's um... <laughs> That's stunning. Anyway, that was a wonderful concert. Well done. And his legs were amazing. His legs were yes. unbelievable. Many Aussies have been lucky to see Sir Paul. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. So, have you seen Sir Paul uh... in concert? No, but you know what? I think I saw him in London with Prince Harry. Ah. Yeah, they double did. Double act? Yeah, I did a story on it. Well, so you know how earlier I said to Paul McCartney I saw him in London? It was actually Bon Jovi. Anyway, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful memories. And by saw, I mean he was on Graham Norton. Yes, but <laughs> wonderful memories. Look, we have heard so many incredible stories and memories of the Beatles' first trip to South Australia. Back in 64, my grandmother was trying to cross the street in King William Street when it was all happening, and she almost got trampled by a police horse. Wonderful memories. Beautiful memories. <laughs> uh, it was an amazing... It was actually a donkey, apparently, so <laughs> but a, a wonderful memory. It was an amazing concert back in 1964. 350,000 people lining the streets. It was overwhelming, really. Mm. And this year? Today, only 20 South Australians. Wow. <laughs> so Paul McCartney's not the only big name down under at the moment. Hollywood superstar Nicolas Cage spotted shopping in the southwest. Find out what he bought after the break. What? <laughs> Looks like he bought a family of four. <laughs> yes, Nicolas Cage is here shooting a surfing movie in Western Australia. So what did he buy? The owner of Food of Asia says he was also looking for butter and olive oil, which they don't stock, instead telling him he could buy the items from Woolies, to which he replied, what's Woolies? <laughs> I can't believe he hasn't heard of the fresh food people. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to believe he once stole the Declaration of Independence and yet doesn't know what Woolies is anyway. Well, it's been a big weekend in Western Australia. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Telethon 2023. What an incredible start. 
to our 56th telethon. It's amazing. That's Basil Zemplis there and uh, Latoya Jackson on the left. And, uh, <laughs> it's just amazing. Yeah, yes. I think Nicolas Cage is in the background looking for Woolies. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm. This weekend it was telethon, WA's biggest annual fundraiser. It is an absolute institution. 26 hours of live TV. Raising money for 107 children's charities in Western Australia. It is a wonderful night and they raised a record sum. By our final total, 77 million. <laughs> $767,775. Amazing mm. figure. That's just enough for one Paul McCartney ticket, which is yeah. lovely. It'll make such a difference. <laughs> no, it is It is an amazing figure for such a great cause. Well done to everyone involved. The Prime Minister donated millions to Telethon. What do you take away personally from a weekend like this? Just joy. Uh, the joy of life. And the gift of giving is uh, really important. The gift of giving. The gift of giving. <laughs> what do you take away from a night like this? Yeah, a child's bear. That's what I take away. What do you do? In fairness, those, those kids were no voters, so it, um, it is fair enough. <laughs> of course, telephone is all about the calls coming into the phone room. 1300 737 507. Call us. And Hannah, how do you think he's done? Really well. Oh! <laughs> he's magic! He's magic! Mum, not now. Mum, not now. Oh, it was her mobile. Alrighty. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, there's a phone ringing. Yes, she got some donations from a Nigerian prince. Oh, really? It's amazing. <laughs> Look, it is an institution, Telethon. It's been running 56 years. It's raised over $600 million in total. So many wonderful memories. I'm just so glad you're here because last year, uh, Ben had gastro just before Slumber Party and almost, you almost missed it. More of a private chat. Telethon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> featured so much great music. Yeah, exactly. So many young, up-and-coming stars. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, a three to get ready now, go, get, go. Look, Telethon, it is a long night, 26 hours. This was him by the end of it. Well, it is a long night. We'll come back to we'll come back to Jimmy. Look, as always, the call centre was filled with so many familiar faces. Please get those phones ringing, and we've got people here that you recognise from TV who can help us do it too. Next to me on this side, I've got Adam Roll. Adam Roll. <laughs> Adam, 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 Adam. People we know and love yes. from TV. They're raising money for that. Adam Roland awareness. Yes. <laughs> he actually works at a 7-Eleven Nicolas Cage walked into, yeah, so wow. it's great to have him there. Look, when you don't know a name, sometimes you just can just pad for time until it comes to you. We've got someone else here who's keeps the keeps the phone room ticking. Tick-tock, tick-tock. We have David <laughs> from Telstra. Seamless. <laughs> Wonderful. Look, I think it's fair to say Rebecca John's there. Doesn't know this guy's name either. Alrighty, we are back here in the phone room and I am with Snooze right now. And Snooze, this is the first time that the team have been donating. It's a logo, not a name tag. What? I <laughs> uh, can't wait to chat to Do Not Tumble Dry later yes. on. <laughs> it's amazing, she met Rio and Tinto as well. Wow. It's wonderful. <laughs> So many celebs at Telethon. Sadly, there were some who couldn't make it, like Hugh Jackman. I'm so sorry I can't be with you. I really wish I could. It's actually the same way he broke up with Deborah Lee Furness, oh, too, wow. which was a <laughs> Too soon. Such a few um, names. Oh, one big name was there, SAS Australia's Ant Middleton. I actually phoned home and said, look, I'm going to stay for an extra weekend. As my daughter, my 16-year-old daughter, said, actually, 
um, dad stay. They need your energy. They need your positivity, especially the children. Absolutely. The children, these kids, they need that energy. They need that positivity. And no one brings more positivity than Ant. Mr. Sunshine, I call him. Yeah. He's just brimming with positivity. <laughs> Look, some celebrities were meant to be there. Welcome back to Telethon 2023. This is a live shot from the vehicle that Rove McManus is currently sitting in. Wow. Incredible. 26 hours and still not long enough for Rove to get a cab into the studio. That is amazing. <laughs> Look, Rosen McManus was there. He was driving to a lucky viewer's house to give away a car. This is it. Lights aren't on, but are they home is the big question. All right, I'm let's going find in. out. Go get them, Rose. OK. Just any car. There is nobody inside that I can see. <laughs> I see yes! Oh, no. I see people looking through the blinds! Oh, hang on a minute. Come on Wait. out. Uh, is, 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 is it Hayley? Kaylee? Kaylee and Mel. Kaylee and Mel home? Mel, you won the car! That's amazing! <laughs> Look, eventually, about 10 minutes later, the winner came out. We had no idea what was happening. So, so you were watching someone on the TV yelling, do you want a car? You heard someone in the street yelling, do you want a car? And yet you still didn't come out and say hi. Oh, we, weren't, uh, we were watching something else. <laughs> they weren't even watching, but look, it doesn't matter that Kaylee wasn't watching. She, of course, won the car. Oh, Are you legally oh, wow. able to drive a vehicle? I don't think so, unfortunately. <laughs> so Rove gave a car to a 14-year-old who wasn't actually watching. That is amazing. <laughs> he got a dressing down from the producers. Why are you doing it? Yes, Absolutely. Okay. We've got to take a break. Back with more cheat seats. Right. <laughs> It's an exciting day here at Channel 10. The Channel 10 shows for 2024 were announced earlier in Sydney. The question is, will we be coming back? And your favourites are also returning. Talking about, thank God you're here, the cheap seats, Survivor. Yes, that is it. Survivor's coming back next year. (laughs) And excitingly... We are back. We are back. The cheap seats is back. Big thank you to Channel 10. Big thank you to everyone who watches the show as well. And thanks for all your lovely messages. Yeah. You guys should be so proud. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, you. thank, thank you so you. much. Well, let's get your latest headlines. It's one of Australia's greatest icons, and today the Sydney Opera House is 50 years old. Big celebrations. Sydney Opera House turned 50 this week. A birthday bash worth dressing up for. It's the 50th. It is the time to make a hat to celebrate <laughs> the world's best villain. <laughs> Looks more like it's celebrating a croissant. Yes. <laughs> Not the only birthday celebration this week. Carrie Ann, did you do something special for your birthday? I did. I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> fresh of breath air. <laughs> what a fresh of breath air. Yes. <laughs> oh, well done, Judy. Hey, look, moving on from the Sydney Opera House to another very special house. Nine News may have found one of Queensland's cheapest homes on the market. Fantastic. Mm, Let's take a look. Inside, you have unobstructed (laughs) views to every room in the four-bedroom house. Ooh, open plan. Yes. (laughs) Can we just say that again? Yeah. It's on the market. The Melbourne footballers have just moved out. So uh, (laughs) it is on the market. I think we're sold. Who's got the keys? We literally don't even have a key to the front door, uh, but uh, luckily we've got access. Um, through the back door. That is handy, isn't it? But only on your birthday. <laughs> but structurally... <laughs> structurally... Are you sure we're coming back next year? <laughs> uh, the 
structurally, it's sound. For prospective buyers, I'm told that the bones are still good if you can ignore the fact that almost every bone is broken. Broken bones aren't good They're bones. They're bad bones. <laughs> Moving on now. It's decadent desserts and iconic ice creams have, in fact, graced the dining tables of generations. But yes. tonight, Sarah Lee is in the hands of administrators. Yes, dessert maker Sarah Lee has entered administration. Cue the puns. Sarah Lee crumbles. Sarah Lee crumbles. Sarah Lee crumbles. The dessert maker crumbling. 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 But now it's the business that's frozen. People are simply deserting their products. The proof will be in the pudding. They're now hoping someone will take the cake. Yeah. It's really sad. Employees have had to start their own OnlyFans. <laughs> that is great. I mean, these puns crumble. They're such predictable. Oh, no! Low-hanging fruit. Into the voluntary administration. Yes, Mel. It crumbled. Oh. It crumbled. <laughs> I just knew it. I knew you'd chuck that in me, you little sneaky little bastard. It's part of Sarah Lee's new half-baked range. Yes, <laughs> Careful. Tim has entered administration after this, I think. The Sarah Lee situation has left people reflecting. We can keep a little bit of Sarah Lee goodness in our freezer for those moments when you're feeling a little bit snacky. Oh, Tamara, let's hope so. Thank you. Remember the Vianetta? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, yes. I mean, that was the best. It's that just, Sarah Lee? Yeah, it was described it? as a What's glorious it? flurry of an... Is it not Sarah Lee? Anyway, it was very good. Whatever it was, it was great. <laughs> we'll leave the final word on the whole Sarah Lee situation to 10 News First reporter Tim Collitz. But after more than 50 years of successful dessert manufacturing, it's unlikely to be <laughs> the quality of the product. Put that back. <laughs> Well, Melissa Leong's got to judge something, doesn't she? <laughs> sadly, sadly for Sarah Lee, customers are now making their own cakes. It looks amazing. Oh, I'm just going to do this because I really want to taste it. I'm going to run great. out of time. We're back up. Oh, I've ruined it. Do you suffer from indigestion after eating? <laughs> Moving on now, and it's the start of turtle nesting season. <laughs> and everyone's excited. The crowd at St Peter's Anglican Church was flipping with excitement. Yay! 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 <laughs> flipping with excitement. Yeah, he thought they were calling last drinks, to be fair. fair enough. <laughs> but one turtle in this really wanted to be seen. It's important to keep their home and their habitat safe. Locals say the tradition has been going for more than a decade. And we also do a lot of st um, school tours. <laughs> I think it's a beautiful tradition for the children to be involved in. Jamie Tenikoff, 7 News. Where's a plastic bag when you need one? <laughs> uh, no, 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 I don't. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I think you do. But it's time to move on and put your hands where I can see them because it's... Whoa. For any criminals watching at home, watch out. But also, we value every viewer we to don't. do with the ratings, so tell your friends. Please. Let's start with the big story. Good evening. Thanks very much for joining us. Police have charged a 29-year-old Andergrove man with stealing an air fryer. <laughs> did that lead the bulletin? It did. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with all the news that's going on in the world at the moment in Queensland, the big story is... A man has stolen an air fryer. That is unbelievable. They caught the people who stole the air fryer because they wouldn't shut up about having an air fryer. Oh, yeah, exactly. 
Anyway, let's move on with crime. Meanwhile in Melbourne... This is what 622 kilograms of crystal meth looks like. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Honestly, if you pop that in the air fryer, it actually is quite healthy. Yes. <laughs> so criminals, go, go back about your business, because that was... <laughs> Moving on now, and it has been a big weekend of sport. Of course, the Cricket World Cup, Rugby World Cup, and the MotoGP, which was over the weekend in Phillip Island. And it was a big day for this Aussie who carefully stopped himself from swearing on TV. For one second. Queenslander Joel Kelso held his nerve, the 20-year-old scoring his first podium in the category. Yeah, it's bloody brilliant, mate. Honestly, over the moon, obviously. It was tricky conditions, and I thought, gee whiz, we just got to f***ing go for it. We had the home GP. <laughs> said, gee whiz, we're going to have to fucking go for it. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies for the use of gee whiz in that sentence. <laughs> Speaking of motorsport, it's top-end mud racing season. So, I hear it's the first time this season since April, since the track has been used, so it's only fair that we test it out. So let's put the pedal to the metal. hope we see her a little later in the bullet. <laughs> she got that car from Rose. Did she so really? That, oh, that is amazing. <laughs> but all eyes in the sporting world are on the 2024 Olympics with a couple of new sports about to enter the fray. Breakdancing is one of them, but I feel like Nine News' Mike Dalton is taking his reporting a little too casually. But rather a composite of movement, intent, dynamics and originality. There's so many different avenues of movement and skills that you can specialise in. No, don't stand up, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, a real lie-down interview, that one. Good news, though, man-spreading has been added to the 2032 yeah. Olympics, so That's that is beautiful. good news. But the big sporting moment of the week has to go to Grace Harris in the WBBL. Who didn't let anything get in her way. Hey, guys, I need a new bat. A new bat. Nah, nah, it's all right. It's classic Grace Harris behaviour. I'll still hit it. Yes. <laughs> I thought I'll still hit it. I love that. But she's broken her back. Uh, she's she's box office. There's no doubt about that. There oh. is. She's young. And she's still in for six. That's extraordinary stuff. The bones are broken, but they're still good. Absolutely. We've got to take a break. Back with more cheap seats. Hi, we're the Wiggles. The Wiggles. The Wiggles. The Wiggles. Mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes. Hot potato. Yeah, I love the Wiggles. Please welcome the Red Wiggle. Would you please welcome Australian music royalty, the one and only original Red Wiggle, it's Murray Cook. Guys. Thank you so much for joining us. It is a real thrill and honour for us. There's so much to chat to you about. You've done so much in your career. But the Wiggles, did you think the legacy would last this long? No, we really just started off um, as a sort of uh, a hobby. Um, so Anthony and Greg and I were preschool teachers and we... Uh, made an album of music for children using what we'd learned at university and you know we just thought this is a one-off we'll do a few little shows and that'll be it go back to teaching uh, 32 years later here we are yes and not just 32 years later you've sold over 30 million albums two billion streams aria hall of fame number one in triple j's hottest 100 <laughs> it's ridiculous what are you most proud of 
I think the longevity of it, really. Um, you know, I, I stopped performing with the Wiggles um, in 2012, and um, here we are over 10 years later, almost 11 years later, with a new lineup and still as popular as ever. And, and so this little thing that we created as almost a cottage industry 32 years ago is still powering on, and it's, I'm immensely proud of that. Well, the history of the Wiggles is incredible, and it's all been captured perfectly in a brand-new docker that's out today on Prime Video Hot Potato. The story of the Wiggles, it's out now. We've been lucky to see it. It is brilliant. Why documentary? Why now? Well, you know, we were approached to do it a couple of years ago. A guy called Fraser Groot, who's a New Zealander, had done some work with us and it was kind of his idea and then he got some other people involved. And it was pretty hands-off for us. We were interviewed and we provided them with some material, but they put it all together. And I jokingly say, you know, it's the right time because we're all still alive. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say about a New Zealander doing all the heavy lifting? I relate. So, um <laughs> Thank you for pointing that out. I want to go back to the start, and you touched on it earlier, because what I love is that, you know, most bands and groups meet at, you know, rock concerts or festivals or jamming in uh, pubs. You guys met studying early childhood education at uni. That's such a... That's been such an amazing way to meet. Yeah, it's a pretty unusual sort of uh, uh, origin story, I guess. Um, yeah, so uh, Anthony and I were in the same year at, um, at uh, Macquarie University at, uh, at the Institute of Early Childhood, and uh, Greg came along as well, and that kind of, that's kind of informed everything we've done. We've, um, you know, that's our real uh, underpinnings for the Wiggles. In the course, you learn a lot about the way children think and how to communicate with children, and we took that philosophy and, and applied it to, to entertainment, and I think that's part of the reason for the longevity and and why it's worked for so long. Well, you did meet Anthony at university, and it's fair to say that Anthony had slightly different priorities to you. We both started second year at the same time, and I just got married, and, <laughs> and he said, what are you getting married for? There's all these girls here. <laughs> there were five guys in our year, 180 women. Oh, hey, <laughs> <laughs> Down to the numbers, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're always pretty aware of it. You know? <laughs> in the Wiggles, in the high day of the Wiggles, were there were there groupies? Were there ever any? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, you know, we we were playing during the daytime and then we moved on. But you know, in in the US, when we started to make it big in the US, we did have stalkers for a while. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and we used to check in under um, uh, under uh, fake names. Oh my God. <laughs> was it high five? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jeff did check in as Jackie Chan. <laughs> but just going back to early childhood education, because as you said, you brought a lot of that philosophy to the Wiggles and it sort of informed a lot of the choices. These guys are really smart guys. There's a reason for the colours. There's a reason for the lyrics. Yes, there was a very clever reasoning. You want my story of how the coloured skibbies came about? I just chose purple straight up. I had a red, a red shirt. Sorry. <laughs> oh, a lot, a lot of, of reasoning, that. science went into that. <laughs> well, yeah, that was the kind of idea at first, and then you know we we decided that it was a good way for children to be able to identify us without having you know to know our names because a lot of the children you know don't have much speech yet, so uh, you know they can just point at the red. But you know what's funny? We heard from a lot of parents that that uh, their kids grew up calling the colour red Murray and you know the <laughs> colour purple Jeff, and it took quite a while to wean them off that. So um, yeah. You can team up with Julux or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good point. Oh, make a note. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> One of the things you guys did learn about it at university was the importance of lyrics, and they had to be memorable, easy for kids to remember. Wake up, Jeff. We really need you. Wake up, Jeff. Something on something, something. Wake up, Jeff. Before the day's through. I should know that. <laughs> yeah, lyrics are never my strong point. <laughs> Clearly. We were talking about Paul McCartney at the start of the show. Was it a bit like the Beatles? Did you guys come in with individual songs? Like, did you walk in one day and go, hey, I've got a great number about a hot potato? Was that how? <laughs> yeah, no, it actually was a bit like that. We decided pretty early on, similarly to the Beatles, where, uh, you know, if John wrote the song or Paul wrote the song, they credited it all to um, Lennon and McCartney. And we did that with, with the Wiggles too. It's just, you know, everyone contributed in different ways. So we decided to just split the songwriting um, four ways. And, yeah, we all did come up with different songs. And who yeah. was the Ringo? Who did you let have one song on? <laughs> Uh, well, Jeff wrote, I'm a cow. <laughs> no, Jeff, Jeff, to be fair, Jeff's contribution was, was enormous. You know, he, he's a great musician and I think that's one of the things I love about the documentary. It kind of comes out that we actually did play on those records. So it is, is us playing the music. So, uh, you know, that's, I, I think that's a nice thing to come out. So I, I remember, I've done gigs since then with, with my band and, um, you know, I'll be playing and someone will come up and say, I didn't know you actually played the guitar. So I just expect you to, to be miming. Yeah. Murray, with the group, you inspired millions of children across the world and it's very special that you're here tonight because I was lucky enough to be one of those kids. You were definitely the voice of my childhood. Every year we would play this, the VHS of the 1997 Christmas classic, Wiggly Wiggly Christmas. Yeah, wow. Murray. You got a 1995, you did get it on special. Well, <laughs> it was in the bargain bin. And, um, Murray, this was, this, this was on every year in our house, your memories of Wiggly Wiggly Christmas. Oh, look, it was just, it was, it was fun to do. But it's, it's funny because we um, actually filmed it all in sort of June or something. So <laughs> we've got all this tinsel around and we're going, yeah, Christmas is great fun. And, yeah, it was the middle of the year. But, you know, Christmas <laughs> in July, that kind of thing. It was all cool. Well, it was, it was full of Christmas fun, classic songs, dances, even a nativity scene. We're getting ready for today's nativity play. Over here is Joseph. Joseph, who are you playing in the nativity play? Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> that typecast, don't you think? <laughs> well, you know, that, it does really sound funny, and it is, but um, that's, that's Anthony's nephew, who's now about um, 27 or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know, Ollie, he'd be older than that. And uh, his name is Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, one more bit from Wiggly Wiggly Christmas. There was obviously a big Christmas feast. Oh, Captain oh. Feathersword, what's oh. wrong? Oh, oh, I've had too much Christmas pudding, Murray, and I'm not feeling too good. Do you suffer from indigestion? <laughs> It was a wonderful show. Well done, Murray. I was waiting for that. Well, Murray, it has been an absolute joy for us to have you on the show. You've won so many awards, had amazing success, but I think, I think the fact that you have influenced and brought joy to so many millions of people around the world is just an unbelievable thing. So from all of us, we thank you. Hot Potato, the story of the Wiggles is available now on Prime Video. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please thank Murray Cook? Thanks, guys. Nice to you. Welcome back to the Cheap Seats. It's time for our weekly wrap of arts and entertainment. Would you please welcome our very own cultural correspondent from Nova FM, it's Mal Tracina. Mal Tracina. Thank you. Thank you.
Just forgive us, uh, during the break we've been reading the Maxim Hot 100 edition. <laughs> Obviously Margot Robbie on the cover at number one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then you sort of, you scroll through the 10s and the 20s and the 30s and the 40s. <laughs> and then you got it right. Into the 50s, through the 60s and the 70s. <laughs> then you get to the 80s and at number 83, Mel Tresina <laughs> from the Chief Seats. Me. I sent so many nudes and that's what they went with. <laughs> what are you going to do? Number 83 in the hottest 100. I know. I feel like while Tim was scrolling through that, he's been a little bit too long on number 75. <laughs> no. I just noticed he's kind of stopped on that page for a little bit too long. It's a, it's a wonderful edition of the magazine. <laughs> um, so many incredibly... Uh, oh, there we go. Um, <laughs> no, but, but it is an amazing list. You are officially hotter at number 100 Michelle Bullock, the Reserve Bank Governor... <laughs> That's not Michelle Bullock. <laughs> Michelle Bullock, the Reserve Bank Governor. Anastasia Palaszczuk, the yeah, Premier. Yeah. You're officially hotter Hot than up. the Reserve Bank Governor. <laughs> Woo, thankfully. There you go. There are lots of exciting shows on at the moment. Now, yes, what have you been watching? let's start with The Amazing Race. Now, contestants Teddy, originally from Love Island, and Harry from Too Hot to Handle and No Strangers to Dating Shows. So this last sentence came quite easily to them. Should we get the one we have? Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh God. My God. Oh, oh, we just got him. We just got him. Turns out I'm a crab magnet. Said he's a crab magnet. Finally, catching crabs is a good thing. <laughs> Couple of crab magnets in here, by the way. Uh... <laughs> now, this week saw our celebrities head to Malaysia to sample some local delicacies. Oh, so gross. Can you eat the penis? <laughs> Oh my god. It's one way to have the talk with your kids. Yeah. Be careful. Some of those penises are crab magnets as well. So. Some bull penises in this one, too. It's amazing. It's a, it's a bumper edition. So the celebrities had to eat bull's penis and they took it in their stride. <laughs> Don't you start. <laughs> Dessert Masters looks good. It's coming soon. The mask Singer continues and it seems the judges have run out of ways to tell a mask that they can really sing. You can really sing. And you sound like them. Like, you can really, really sing. Yeah. Orca. You can really, really, really sing. Yes. <laughs> In fact, Mel B even reckons that actual singers can really sing. So I'm going to go with Jessie from Little Mix. She can really sing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about Jojo Siwa? Right. Jermaine Jackson-y vibe. Yeah. He can really, 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 really sing. All three can really sing. Yes! And she can really sing. Delta can really sing. Mal B did come from the Spice Girls, so she knows that not all of them can really sing. <laughs> she can really, really lip-sync, though, can't she? <laughs> to SAS Australia now, a show immensely gruelling for contestants, but no more so than the person on the sensor button. No punching. This isn't about going in like headless chickens, clashing your heads together and injuring yourselves. That's not the thinking soldier. That was actually the telethon. So yes. <laughs> In fact, the swearing doesn't stop even in the show's emotional moments. All that stuff that you've been through builds you to who you are now. Like, the same as going to war, the same as our childhoods. Bulletproofs us. That's a gift. Yeah. You need to use that gift. Find people that lift you up. 
<laughs> Gee whiz, that's so fucking beautiful. It is. <laughs> On the Kardashians, Kim took her son Saint to London to watch his favourite soccer team, Arsenal. But I don't think Kim understands how sports works. It was such a good game. Ugh, Arsenal lost. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so losing's a bad thing. Oh, God, 12 injuries. It's so fun. <laughs> Just be careful Googling Kim Kardashian Arsenal. You do get a slightly <laughs> different result. Uh, Chris is close to 17. Between you and I, I'm a little worried that she might be going downhill. Is she going to regret not getting back with him fully in a <laughs> monogamous... In a monogamous... In a monogamous. <laughs> wait, wait, I know the rest. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and finally, back by popular demand. The Bachelor. Yes. You might remember a little while ago I mentioned uh, The Golden Bachelor. Oh, is this that, that show with the 70-year-old Bachelor yes. looking for a second chance at love? Yes, yeah, 72-year-old Jerry. It's finally premiered. Wow. Here's one of the... <laughs> is his name Jerry short for Geriatric? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> a little on the nose. It's finally premiered. Here's one of the single dates, but I think he got a little too excited when reflecting on his past marriage. I walked in front of this bakery and the smell of cinnamon hit me. Mm. And my wife used to make cinnamon balls at Christmas. Oh, and that oh. instant when I smelled the cinnamon got me just about as hard as the wedding dress got you. Oh, oh my God. Sarah Lee is gone. He has an erection in months. It's just nice that he smelled cinnamon. He's used to smelling burnt toast everywhere. So it's nice that he could... Uh... I bet she's annoyed that she got the anecdote rose. What was that? What a boring story that was. Now, it's only first season, so they're yet to iron out some of the show's procedures. Guys, do the rose ceremony in chairs. You have people in here 60, 70 and above. Do the rose ceremony in the chairs. <laughs> and that was... So would you please thank Mel Tresina! <laughs> Welcome back to the Team Six. And it's time for our next guest. The stage is set for Lydia Lancelot. Lydia Lancelot. Lydia Lancelot. Lydia's a machine. Lydia Lancelot. She's number one. Lydia Lancelot has won the gold for Australia. Would you please welcome aerial skier and Olympic champion Lydia Lassala? Thank you so much for joining us, Lydia. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. You must be really scratching the bottom of the barrel. No, no, no. It is. I see. I see you grabbed the um, Murray dress. That's oh, brilliant. Is Murray red? That's Murray. That's Murray red. Um, Lydia, Wait, does he dye his hair? I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't one of the that This came is something up. we were talking about outside. Right. Oh. What do you think? Do you think he does? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It just it just looked like he kind of did, but maybe he's got a full head of hair. Like he's got a very nice hair. <laughs> he does have nice hair, doesn't he? Anyway, but, you, but you're not here to perv on other guests. You're here. You're here because excitingly, you have just been inducted into the Australian Sport Hall of Fame. <laughs> That is an amazing honour. How does it feel? 
oh, well, I was inducted by Lane Beachley, so I was just kind of starstruck just by that. She's so iconic and I'm a wannabe surfer and I'm a bit of a hack. So I was trying to line her up. I was trying to line her up for lessons and, like, the... The athlete, like I know I'm a hack, but the athlete thinks I can still be good at something. <laughs> so I just, yeah, I was trying to hound her, but yeah, she she didn't succumb. Well, this is <laughs> this is you with a group of your fellow inductees. The accolade is so well deserved. You are a five-time Winter Olympian, one gold and one bronze during your career. There you are, there with the gold. There well, you are, well, there with the bronze. Speaking of hair, there is a lot. Look at that hair. I've got way more hair there than I do now, but um, <laughs> it's just. Well, I was a mum then competing at uh, my fourth Olympics and I just had to have the hairdo that matched the strength that I needed. So I yeah. cut it all off and it just felt like superwoman. Well, sort of Johnny and now Bravo I'm just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it was very severe, but it was a very intense time <laughs> and I had to just really muscle up. Because aeroskiing, like, it's, like, it's such an intense sport already, but to, to go to the Olympics as a mum, was that just even more intense, was that...? Oh, yeah, well, like, at the time I just thought it was something that you just got to do and got on with things, but yeah. now I realise the enormity of it all, like being an elite athlete and then, you know, trying to play mum at the same time. I don't, I'm pretty sure I did an alright job, but, yeah, yeah, I went to two Olympics as a mum. So looking back now, like, gold medals and medals are great and, you know, big tricks are great, and but... Yeah, going as a mum, I, I feel like that was a huge achievement. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. I mean, to have, to, to have a mum who brings home gold, amazing. My mum brings home Forex gold, which is equally yeah. um, amazing. I give those a few nudges. Yeah, great. Right. Don't worry. This was the jump that landed you the gold medal at the Vancouver Winter Olympics. Could you talk us through it? This is amazing. What's going through your head here? Uh, blank, 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 <laughs> blank, blank, blank. Look at the ground, look at the ground. Going. And just stomp it. And then I just felt like I had been on 100 million drugs, which I never take, and just was floating <laughs> yes, away. If, if the Olympic com Committee are watching, yeah. never. <laughs> no, no, hello, no. Hello, no. Wada. <laughs> yeah, might be time for a retest. Post your career uh, in sporting achievements, you're no stranger to being on our TV screens. Have a look at her face. She is extremely focused, Ben, exactly like she's standing at the top of the mountain. Yeah, and these steps get higher and higher. Well, Yes. Oh, so good. Ooh, a little nervous. Yes. She's through. Nailed it. No worries. <laughs> Nailed that Crushed first it. one. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja Warrior, how was that? Um, uh, one word for it, unprepared. <laughs> yeah, it's so, I mean, I would, yeah, it, it looked so fun. The courses are amazing, yeah. but I sucked. Yeah, big time. <laughs> I, I got to, like, the second one and had an epic fail. Would but... you like to see it? Yes, <laughs> yes. She'll be confident on the tramp, no doubt, but can she stick we go. the landing? She was very humble when I spoke to her before, but I reckon in her head she's thinking that she's going to destroy this course. <laughs> the gold medalist from Vancouver oh, now height. takes on the butterfly wall. Come on, Lydia. Going... Oh, no. Oh, oh, I was expecting that. It wasn't just on Ninja Warrior. We also loved your work on Survivor. Lines it up, on, takes mate. a kick. Oh, sticks it in the corner, right past Paige. <laughs> Champions <laughs> continue to lead. Three, two. <laughs> humble, That's my humble, wild side. Chicken dance to celebrate. <laughs> How's being on Survivor? It's all, oh, it's a crazy experience. It's so yeah. intense, but I love it. Everyone should do it. I mean, everyone should do it. Like, I think we should have Survivor Month every single year where we just, like, 
leave our families, leave our <laughs> <laughs> put the this phones. Yes, are you are you into this? I'm, I'm yes. in. I'm in. Leave um, my family. Let's and go. Just totally yeah. rough it. <laughs> totally rough it and starve yourself and you know all of that kind of thing. It's um it's an incredible experience. I'd do it again, even though it's really hard. Congratulations on your induction into the Sport Australia Hall of Fame. It is a well-deserved honour for an incredible career. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please thank Lydia Lassala. <laughs> Please, thank you so much for watching us this week. Let's check the latest forecast. Welcome back. Before we get to tonight's forecast, hello to Val Carter from Calbarry, who is celebrating her 83rd birthday today. Happy birthday. And good what? luck on the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> are we just saying happy birthday? Are we just saying hello to viewers? Are we? Is that what we're doing on 7 News? No, OK. Weather is important. Let's... Get to the forecast. Hello to Irene Farmer no, from Bustleton, who is celebrating her 100th birthday today. Mm -hmm. And a big okay. hello to Coralie okay. and Stan what? from Corrigan, who are celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary. We hope you all enjoyed the celebrations. What about the severe weather warning? Yes! <laughs> Good news weather-wise, Irene has reached the top of 101. So yeah. well done to Irene. I love weather reports because they always go to such stunning locations. <laughs> Let's get your first check of the weather now. Lara joins us from beautiful Adelaide this morning. Hey, Lara. Hey, Carl. Good morning to you, Sarah, and good day to everybody waking up at home this morning. Yeah, we are joining you live this morning from the Shell V Power <laughs> car park. Amazing. Yes. Moving on now, it's time for <laughs> the House of Brace Wellness. Before we go on any further, what was that? <laughs> You've been busy. I feel like there's not enough me in this show. <laughs> so, the House of Brace Wellness. The House of Brace Wellness, where I take a deep dive on the hit show on Channel 7, The House of Wellness. So what's happening in the House of Brace Wellness this week? Well, today, Luke Hines is teaching us a new skill. In the art of the ultimate compliment sandwich. I think That's you're right. fantastic. I've had a great time. But there's dog hair all over your house. <laughs> and I'm really busy with work. I wish you luck. Yeah, you forgot the, you forgot the other compliment. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was an open compliment sandwich. Yes. So. The House of Wellness, they always have the latest new trends. And in terms of our love of barbecue cooking. And you might be surprised, Jake, I've got a stat for you on this one. There's a stat for everything, Dars. Well, let me give it to you. The female barbecuing is on the rise big time. In the next 12 months, 320,000 females are expected to purchase a barbecue, wow. along with the 390,000 males. It's the equality we've been fighting for. Yes. Yeah. Addressing, the, addressing the gender grill gap. Yes. yes. But let's see what's happening in the kitchen. Twinkle, twinkle. Little star, what are you doing? What's going on here? Uh, obviously, I'm singing a lullaby to help us to go to sleep because four out of ten Aussies struggle with their sleep on a regular basis. I don't think viewers of the House of Wellness have trouble sleeping. I'll just put that. I'll just. Let's just move on and get to making the recipe. Second performance tonight. I will be doing the classic Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On from the film oh, Titanic. Ooh. Every night we might in Luke there. my dreams. Somebody just stop me, please. <laughs> I feel... Stop me. Okay. I feel... Okay. <laughs> and that was... <laughs> Wellness. People will be begging to have that segment back, won't they? I mean, the, the wrap-up song's already started. <laughs> That's all the time we've got. We'll see you next week right here at the <laughs>